Welcome to another episode of Mental Health Mondays. It is the week of December 19th. It's the week of Christmas. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, all that stuff. Congratulations on making another week. If you're here, that's fantastic. Um, Almost the holidays, or it is the holidays, so hope you're getting to spend time with your family, your loved ones. It's the most important thing this time of year. Um, Saying the other day that when you, as you get older, Christmas obviously doesn't feel the same, um, just because like, just changes when you're getting older. But when you get older, you really do start to realize how much more important the family aspect of it is. Like the things that actually count, the things that actually matter, not the the Santa Claus coming part. Um, and it's like, I feel like because I don't live close to home, and because I'm not close to really any family like geographically close, I'm very close to my family. But um because like it's such a big event to have to to get to be able, excuse me, to be able to go home and see my family after a long time for the holidays, it adds an extra significance to it. So I'm excited going home next week or home. I never know what to call it. Going to Georgia. Going down Georgia way. Um that's where my mama lives now. So it'll be great. I'm excited. They got a new puppy. Well, it's not their puppy. It's a gift for another family member of ours. So I'm excited to go romp around with the new pup, spend time with them, all the Christmas stuff. My family's a big board game family. I love board games. Look, just games, very fun. We're all very competitive. It's a mixture of laughing hysterically the entire time and then getting way too angry about things that don't matter. So that's a good combo, but I'm excited for that, obviously. Yeah. Um, It'll be fun. I wonder what you're doing for the holidays. I hope that you're going to see loved ones, and if not, just try to make it as special as you can for yourselves. I know some people who maybe don't have a close family or or they're kind of, like, down on holidays. Not down on – not, like, sad on the actual holiday. That's fine. I understand that. I'm saying down on them, like, "Uh, fuck those holidays. I implore you to not feel that way because you're robbing yourself of joy that you could be having. And like, so in that way, you're doing a disservice to yourself and to your family. And that's poop. That's no good. Um, Yeah, I say congratulations on making another week. And I mean that, especially since uh, suicide was in was front and center in uh, pop culture this past week with Stephen Twitch Boss uh, taking his own life uh, last week. And I'm not going to pretend like I know anything about the guy. I watched Ellen a fair amount when I was growing up and it would be on TV, staying homesick or like getting home from school, cool show, whatever, aside from all her problems and all the things that have come out, whatever. It's not what this is about. Um, but I'm not going to, like, steal valor or, like, act all, like, heartbroken over it in terms of, like, me having a personal connection with this person, which a lot of people do, which is unfortunate, but I get it. It's kind of our natural instinct nowadays. But um, regardless of all that, it does bring mental health into the forefront of our minds, our collective psyche, and um, just, I don't know how to say it. It's a very good thing 
uh, that we're all talking about it. But it also goes to show just how little we know about people we think we know so much about. Because at the surface level, he seems like someone who has everything going for him. He's young, healthy, good-looking, successful, living out his dreams of being a dancer and an entertainer. And yet, behind the scenes, there's a lot more depth to this person that we don't know about at all. And uh, it always comes as such a shock because, like, it is shocking. It's terrible. It's the most ultimate decision someone could make to take their own life. But it's really just, it sounds so dumb. It's so cliche because it's what everyone says about suicide. But it's so true. It's just like you don't know what's going on behind this facade that we put forward. And there's really, it's not, it, it's not like a one-size-fits-all thing for people who are having suicidal thoughts or people who are depressed or in a bad way. You know, some people wear it on their face. Some people, it's very clear, like, are you all right? Like, is everything going okay? Because they look down, they look bummed out. They're not acting themselves type of thing. And then there's people who do an excellent job of hiding all of that because I think in a lot of ways we as a society, believe that's what we're supposed to do, which I understand. I tend to maybe try my best to put on a brave face, even when I'm not feeling so brave, not feeling so great about things. Um, but those are two very starkly different things. One seems much more easy to recognize. Again, when you're around a certain person often, and you can tell they're not acting th themselves, it's very obvious and very easy to ask them, hey, is everything all right? Do you want to talk about things? You know, just kind of check up on them. But then there are the people who, like I said, on the surface level seems like everything's breaking their way, everything's going well. And behind closed doors, it's the complete opposite of that, at least in their own heads. And so I guess I just obviously wanted to touch on that because um, it's, it's a very diff difficult area to navigate. Um, and really the only lesson we can take from it is you have to make sure and okay, you have to make sure that you're checking on, checking in on the people around you, the people you love, the people who you care about most and everyone, but you know, your circle, take care of your circle and hopefully other people will take care of their circles. But the other thing, the only drawback to saying something like that is it then puts onus on other people or like applies a sense of guilt on people who are close to someone who takes their own life or who is depressed or in a bad place mentally when it's not their fault it's just we all have to try to do our best to be conscious of the fact that people deal with things that we would never know about unless we ask them and even if even it's difficult though because even sometimes when you ask someone they don't feel like opening up and being honest about it which is just how it is it's just the way again like I said I think that we put a lot of stock in like putting on a brave face and and hiding things and sometimes it feels like that's necessary to keep up uh with our goals and our dreams and like we all want this specific like lifestyle and you know we all have goals we all have aspirations and we all want a good career and to make money, all these things. And sometimes it seems like um, to show any sign of weakness would jeopardize that or 
to lose focus and put focus on inward towards ourselves would jeopardize that. But um, that's not true at all. And we just have to kind of realize that there's a certain aspect of time management to it. Of course, sometimes you have to be tough and pull up your bootstraps and like keep going at it even when you don't feel like it. But that can only last for so long before you absolutely need to pause and stop and take a break, take the mental inventory. Um, be honest with yourself, first and foremost. But also, I implore people who deal with depression and anxiety, suicidal thoughts, uh, self-harm, all those things. Be honest with people around you, too, because it's not always on them to see that something's wrong, especially because you might be very good at hiding it, especially if you've been dealing with it for years. You get better and better at hiding it, and the issue grows and grows and becomes worse and worse, and that's a very, quite literally, deadly combination. So, again, check in on the people around you. Check in on everyone you can that you care about. Check in on yourself, and let's all remember that it's not... I don't know. There should still be no sense of guilt because um, it's kind of, I don't know, I don't know. It's really difficult. It's really hard to tell when someone's going through something unless you ask them. And sometimes they do such a great job hiding what they're going through that you don't feel the need to ask them. And then if something, God forbid, happens to that person, you feel guilty about having not been more forthcoming and, like, outright with, like, hey, how's everything going, man? Um, but I don't think you need to feel guilty. I think, I mean, every situation is different, but I know I'm kind of all over the place. Um, it's just sad. More than anything, it's just really, really sad. I feel really terrible for him and his family. And just... uh you just see all these people come out like he was the light of our world and like he was everything to us. Like he, he was the bright spot in our work day or whatever it was. And it's like sometimes that brightest light uh, is the one that's burning out the most inside. And it's really sad. Um, especially someone who's like been in that place before. Um, I don't know. It adds this whole like I don't, you see the carnage that comes with uh, someone taking their own life, and it's really sad for the people who are still here that have to deal with it. I feel really bad for them. And uh, just check, like I said, check in on the people you love, but check in on yourself too. Be honest with the people around you. You need people. You need support. Humans are have like pack mentality more than we even realize. A lot of people like to be individuals and like feel they don't need help, which I understand to a certain extent, but also you do need help. You do need people around you that can pick you up when you're down, pick you up and push you forward. When you feel like you can't keep going forward, um, it's imperative that we have a, a system around us. I don't, you, don't need, you don't need 20 best friends that can check in on you or that you can confide in, but if you have one person, even one person, who you can be totally forthright and honest with about what you're dealing with um that can go a long 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 way and so i pray for anyone who is going through that and dealing with that but i promise you it is never the answer it is never ever the answer 
And that's something that I've had to remind myself of over and over and over again when I've been in a suicidal place. Um, it's just not the answer. It is a permanent solution to temporary problems. You can overcome your depression. You can overcome your mental health struggles. And suicide is not the answer ever, 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 ever. And um, every time something like this happens to someone who's in the public eye, it becomes more and more apparent to everyone uh, just how silent it can go and how unnoticed it can go. Depression, suicidal thoughts, all that stuff. And uh, I just hope that, you know, I, I, I don't know. I hope there's a day where no one takes their own life, but at least the numbers need to dwindle uh, because it's, it's pretty incredible when you look at how many people take their own lives yearly. Um, it's, it's terrible. It's sad. So anyways, I don't really know what else to say about that. I don't, again, I don't know a ton about the situation other than what I guess most of us know. And the only thing there really is to know is that it's sad and it's sad every time. And, uh, he did not deserve to go this way. And the people around him did not deserve to have him stolen from them. Um, and you just pray that it can have a positive effect, being that he was such a well regard, highly regarded person in the entertainment industry, uh, that it can reach other people who are dealing with the same thing. And I don't know. I, I, I just hope that it can show people who have suicidal thoughts or who contemplate it or are currently contemplating it or have attempted it in the past to show the finality of it. I think that it's, I guess that's the appeal and also the scariest part of it. Meaning like, it's final, it's over. And I think what, at least where I, when I've been in that place, that is appealing because it's like, oh, it'll all be over now. It'll all be over with. I won't have to deal with any of these things. I won't have to deal with this dark side of my psyche that I can't shut the fuck up. Um, but then when I'm not in that place and I can kind of look at it more, um, more rationally, I suppose, I realize that I don't want it to be all over. And I don't want it to just end abruptly like that. And I have more things to achieve and I don't want to give up. And I'm not saying that people who have committed suicide have given up. I think that they've just given into the, uh, sickest part of themselves, the part that need needed the most healing finally took them over completely. But when I am just thinking about it from my own perspective, I don't want to give into that. And I know that I can overcome it. And so for that reason, I feel pretty confident that I never will do that, even though that I have attempted that at different times throughout my life. Um, and um, I don't know. It's just a it's a day-to-day -day process. I don't know. I feel like I'm being very, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of shit going on in my head right now about that subject. It's very sad. It's terrible. I don't want anyone to have to go through that. And... Um, to be transparent and blunt about it, I just can't fucking imagine what my family would do. I think about what I would do if I lost one of them. I mean, I lost my dad when I was 15. Very difficult. Still haunts me every day. And I just often think, 
this is where my dark mind goes. I often think, well, what my reaction would be if I lost other people close to me. And it terrifies me. And it's about the saddest thing I can possibly imagine. But on the flip side, I imagine how they would feel if I were to take my own life or if something were to happen to me. And I know the impact that it would have on them. And I can't imagine putting them through that. And so whatever reason I need to uh, dissuade me from doing that, I think is a positive reason. So even if it's something like, well, my family will be really upset and really miss me and really depressed, I think that that's enough reason for me to never go down that road again. It's crazy. It's a fucking trip. I just kind of had this thought in my head, like I remembered, I was almost trying to be careful about the way I spoke about that, but then I remembered that this whole thing, this whole podcast, this whole uh, thing I'm trying to achieve, I suppose, is to be as open and transparent and honest and to be myself. So I'm trying to, I don't know, I felt like some of what I just said was a little bit like clinical, and that's kind of dumb because that's not me. Not clinical, like literally like, speaking like a psychiatrist or something, because I wasn't. But I mean, clinical is in like, I, I almost felt just now like I was reading off a teleprompter in my head, which is kind of stupid, instead of it just being a free-flowing thing. Just being honest with you. Um, I mean, I believe everything I just said. I'm just saying that I feel like I wasn't, I didn't sound like myself just now in my head. And to be honest with you, I'm feeling a little bit depersonalized right now. I don't know if that's an actual verb but I'm feeling symptoms of depersonalization at the moment. <sighs> I don't know, man. Suicide's fucking terrible. It's very, very sad. It's very sad. Um, and it's just crazy. I mean, I'm, it's like when Robin Williams killed himself. Um, it's the same type of thing. Well, he, he was certainly even more famous, but um, people were just like, how? Why? And... Uh, I remember seeing on, I don't know if you've ever heard of the show, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. I love stand-up comedy. Love Seinfeld. So it's a show Jerry Seinfeld hosts. He picks up comedians in cool old cars. They drive around, talk about comedy and fucking life and shit, and get some coffee. Those are literally like three of my favorite things, so it's kind of funny. But anyways, um, he had Gary Shandling on from the Gary Shandling show. or I forget what the fuck the show is called on HBO, actually. But classic comedian who has since passed. But they it was right around the time Robin Williams had killed himself. And they were talking, and Gary Shandling said, like, you know, people were, would come up to me and be like, I can't believe it happened, you know. Uh, you know, he just finished a movie, and he's working on another movie, and he's got this going on and this going on. And he was like, and you can't believe he killed himself? He had all that shit going on in his life, all that stress, all that doubt and worry and just like working, overworking yourself and stuff. Sometimes we, I think sometimes the depressed mind can take all the blessings and incredible things we have going on in our lives and turn them into negative things, negative thoughts. This is too much. Uh, and that's why, and that's, that's okay, that's natural. But that's why it's so important to like periodically step the fuck back and look at all that you're grateful for and all that you're blessed with and if you need to scrape a little bit off your plate, that's okay too, but then do it. Don't, I don't know. 
because I've definitely been in a place where I'm like super depressed or anxious, whatever. Uh, and, but like on the surface level, things are going well. So it's like, why do I feel this way when I'm getting all these things that I wanted? And so I think it's just important to like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm so self-conscious. I'm sorry. My posture is bad. Picking myself up, all this shit, whatever. After the new year, the, the, I think we're going to switch up this whole format. But, uh, yeah, I've definitely been in a place where, like, on the surface, from the outside perspective, it would seem like he's got everything going for him. He's doing really well in life. And internally, in my own head, it's like, I can't handle any of this because I got all this cr other crazy shit going on in my head. And sometimes it really helps. For example, I had a conversation with my sister like a year ago, maybe. I don't know how long ago. It was a while ago. And I was venting about how stressed and depressed and sad. I don't know, all that stuff. Anxious. Like, I felt like in that period I couldn't get out of my own way mentally. And she laid it out from what she sees from her perspective. Um, I mean, she knows I deal with like mental health stuff. But she just like outlined what someone else sees, what she sees when she looks at me in my life in that current moment. And it was very eye-opening because it was like, oh, wow, I never really thought of my life that way. But I realized that that's what someone else would think. And it doesn't mean that what they see about my life is true, but it also doesn't mean that what I see about my life is true. It's probably somewhere in the middle. And it just really like opened my mind to the fact that sometimes we can't even see how blessed we are because we're so in our own head. And there are periods of times when we're so in our own way mentally that we can't see the forest through the trees and see that, like, if we could just adjust our perception of the things that we have going on in our lives, then we would be able to accept all the things around us as blessings and as these positive things that they are instead of turning them into negative things in our head. And that's a really difficult thing to achieve, but I think it is achievable. And I think that it's imperative that you try to uh, adjust your perception uh, to a certain, uh, like, I think it is important that you, I don't know, adjust the way you look at things so that you're understanding that it's all so much better than you think it is. I don't know. I don't know how to put that in the words, but that conversation with her has stuck with me. Actually, it's weird. It didn't stick with me. And then just talking things out just now, it came back to me. And that's interesting because it just goes to show that, I mean, this is my form of journaling, kind of, this whole conversation thing, this whole podcast. It's my way of getting my thoughts out hoping someone else can listen to them and enjoy them and apply them to their own lives. But I just realized that it's, I mean, it's, it's the same type of thing as like writing them all down, but I'm just spur of the moment kind of like, uh, what's that thing? Uh, something of consciousness, stream of consciousness, uh, just getting them out and spitting them out as they come to my head. But, um, I just realized, wow, Doing that can unlock things you haven't thought about in a long time that could really be beneficial. Because I didn't remember that conversation I had with my sister until just now. And now looking back, it's like, wow, that was really profound the way she 
said that to me, and she didn't even realize it either. I just realized more and more that, like, just getting it all out was so important. I've thought about maybe adjusting the way I write music to accommodate that as well. Like, usually when I'm writing a song, it almost always starts with the actual music of it. Uh, that's not true. It depends on what, I'm, what kind of music. Um, if it's, like, a song song, like a sing-songy song song, <laughs> um, it almost always starts with music. Every But if it's, like, if I'm, like, rapping a verse or something, it's usually kind of random. I'll think of, like, a line throughout the day and then eventually piece that into some verse that I'm working on. But anyways, I thought about just writing everything that I think down, maybe giving myself, like, a subject or something and just stream of consciousness, writing it all down instead of immediately trying to fit it into lyrics that would work or rhyme um, or, like, fit a, a framework of a certain song I'm working on, maybe just trying to get it all out and then extracting details from all my thoughts and stuff and putting them, you know, adjusting them into, like, song format. I don't know. I wish I had unlimited time. I wish I had, like, eight months to try that and see how that works and then another eight months to, like, switch it up and try a different way. But it feels like I don't. It feels like I have to kind of just, I don't know. The clock is always ticking, and that scares the shit out of me. Even though I know uh, I am on the young side of things, I feel older, um, and it's impossible. It seems impo- feels impossible not to compare myself to other people who are in a position that I would, that I'm working towards, who are younger than I am. And so it's like, fuck. It makes me feel like I'm running out of time. And more so, not even running out of time, like, I know that I have time, because, like, what is time, you know, it's just, like, a fucking made-up construct, but, like, I feel like I don't have much wiggle room, or I, I have fewer mistakes left to make before they start really, like, costing me in getting to where I want to be, you know what I mean? I don't know. So I wish that I had just a year to fuck around and, like, I mean, I, I enjoy the way my creative process works and stuff, and, like, I think it works for, I don't know, I have confidence in the music I make, so it's like, why would I switch anything up? This is who I am. I thought about that before. Like, I'm, I'm always on a quest to, like, expand my consciousness and, like, adjust the way I perceive things and, like, take on new forms of thinking and like new ways of looking at things all the time. And I think that's really awesome and healthy as a person, but sometimes I'll like beat myself up over it. If it, if I can't like kind of like shape myself into thinking a certain way or acting a certain way, or like I always want to be more disciplined cause I know I need to be more disciplined. Um, but also then part of me is like, but I love the music I make. I think it's really fucking good. And I think other people think it's good. And so it's like, only I can make the music I make, and I am the person that enjoys, like, fucking off every once in a while and not sticking to the task and, like, is kind of ADD when it comes to, like, finishing a song and stuff. It's like, yes, I know I could be more disciplined and maybe have, like, a more scheduled approach to being creative, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, but this other method is what has gotten me to the place of like enjoying the music that I'm making and stuff. 
So it's like I'm trying to be myself, but at the same time, I'm always trying to adjust myself and cha- like better myself. I don't know what the fuck I'm wearing. I think this the headphone, the, this beanie is like pushing the headphones off my head, which is kind of dumb looking. And I'm trying to be cool. I just got this cool new Def Leppard shirt. And this, I got this for Christmas actually. It was a nice gift from my girlfriend. Um, <laughs> I need a sip of aguamente. Agua. No coffee. I already had two cups of coffee today, and I'm shooting the podcast late. So usually I say, I need a sip of coffee, and I can't shut the fuck up and say it every episode. But yeah, man, the holidays. Very excited to see my family. Like I said last time, going to try to maybe do an episode with them. It just depends. I don't know how to bring my equipment or like to bring enough equipment to make it like a viable option to even do one while I'm there. But I have two days to figure that out. I'll leave in two days. Um, as I said, I hope that you get to spend the holidays with the people who you love the most, with the people who mean the most to you. And if you don't, Make sure that you take the time for yourself to really enjoy the holiday time. I don't know. It's like, to me, I look at the holidays as a time to reset every time, whether it be, I mean, I didn't go home for Thanksgiving, but even Thanksgiving, but especially Christmas and New Year's, it always feels like this new, like the end of something and the beginning of something else. And so even if you aren't able to go home and visit your family this holiday season, um, I really implore you to like, Really try your best to enjoy it, uh, even though you might be missing certain people or missing, I don't know, like missing out on, maybe your family is getting together, but you can't be there. Just do your best to like still make it enjoyable for yourself because that's not reason to like be miserable on the holidays. I know that can be difficult, but use it as something for yourself. Like Do something you want to do. That's, you know, you just adjust the way you're looking at it. Like, instead of being like, oh, fuck, I miss my family. I want to go be with them. Of course you do. Understandable. 100%. But if you're not, then do something you fucking love on the holidays. And watch Christmas movies and shit. It's the best. I'm anxious as hell right now. I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah, I think that I'm going to adjust things in the new year. I'm going to take it a little more serious so that... I don't just sit down and for the first 15 minutes not make any sense. Because I think that's what I did today. But, um, yeah, I'm going to try to improve the quality of everything. Have another camera. going to set that up. Some more guests. Maybe adjust the setting a bit. Right now it's just in the studio, but we have another room in our house that's kind of not getting used for anything. So I thought, like, why not maybe just, like, convert at least half of that room into like a setup for the podcast, especially since I want to like start having other people on more often. Maybe that will work. We'll see, but it'll all be coming next year. I would talk about new year's resolutions, but that would mean that I'd have nothing to talk about on the next episode. So I'm going to wait, but I have a couple. That's a tease. It's what we like to call in the business a tease. So that way you tune in next time. And figure it out. Figure out the answer. 
Yeah, I feel very anxious right now. I think that second cup of coffee is hitting me, and I'm very jittery, and I'm a bit dehydrated, and my feet are starting to really itch. Um, this has been a very short episode so far. <sighs> I like reading. <laughs> How do you spice it up? There you go. I like this very boring activity most people our age don't enjoy. Now, I got some dope books for Christmas, and I'm excited to read them. But I just feel like like listening to audiobooks is fine. But I feel like the more I use my brain, the smarter I feel. <laughs> so I enjoy that part of reading. And it just I just feel like I'm constantly in my head anyway. So, like, focusing my attention on reading something and, like, building the world around it in my head, the imagery of it, the scenery of it, is just, like, something really fucking cool. Um, so I'm excited to read a couple new books. I don't know, dude. I feel like this is show and tell. And like, I got a couple books for Christmas and this hat and this shirt. Um, I guess the beginning started out with such a bummer of the whole discussion about suicide and taking your own life and depression and how rampant it is and how silent it goes unseen that now I'm just being goofy because I don't know how to feel. Shit is really sad. Um, I guess just to touch on that one more time before we go, um, it truly is like it can go really unnoticed sometimes. And I've talked about it before, but I just think that, like, we can't expect people to just know something is wrong with us. We have to be open and have people around us that we're willing to discuss these things with, whether it be a therapist or at least someone close to you that you feel comfortable with. But And then on the flip side... We do have to do our due do have to do our due diligence. We do have to do our due diligence in checking on other people, even when it seems like everything is okay. And I just think that, like, it's again, it's so cliche, but I just think that it goes a long way. Like I just said, I just referenced a conversation I had like a year ago with my sister. That wasn't a big conversation that just popped in my head now a year later, just talking through things. And it made me feel good. It made, in that moment, it made me feel good when she was saying, this is how I view your life, and this is how other people view your life, and look at all these amazing things you're doing. You're killing it. But then also, it had this la lasting effect that a year later, I brought it up when talking about feeling low about myself or being in a depressed state. And it just goes to show that one little conversation, one little piece of something that you can plant in someone's ear uh, that's just like, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Or if they vent to you just a kind word, it really goes a long way. And I'm not saying that it's going, it's the end all be all. People, some people really need serious help to make it through their battle um, and to push past their demons. But it's a start. It's definitely a start. It's definitely only helpful to have someone to lean on or to just feel heard, to feel seen, to feel felt. Um, 
So check in on the people you love, especially, like I said, holiday season, no better time when, especially if you're going to be around them, be like, hey, how are things going? Whatever happened with something that you told me three months ago that wasn't going great and I forgot to check in till now. You know, there's no time like the present. Don't beat yourself up for maybe not being so great at that in the past. Do it now. You never know who's going through something like that, and you never know whose life you might save with just a kind word, with just a how are you. Uh, yeah, check in, dude. Hmm. Just got an idea for something musical. It's like... Just, it's too permanent, man. You can get through whatever you're going through. I promise. It might not seem like it. But you can get through whatever you're going through. And if you don't feel like you can, then seek the help you need. Don't try to be too tough. No one's keeping score of how tough you're being. That's not how it works. There are ways to explore getting yourself better and confronting your feelings and moving forward by looking at them healthier. There are ways to do that that don't involve like everyone judging you and your whole life falling apart. And the only alt- and the alternative to not doing that is your life ending anyway. You really have nothing to lose if you're in a suicidal shitty place. Just call someone. Talk to someone. And I know it feels like sometimes like you don't have anyone, but I promise you do. And also there are so many other resources now if you really feel like you don't have anyone or if you really don't have anyone. I guess it's tough because I can only speak from my perspective, but I've always felt like I, at any given time I have a few people that I could call and really talk to and be like, yo, I'm not doing good. And I don't know that I've always taken advantage of that because everyone wants to be strong and wants to be stoic and tough. I think we all have a little bit of main character syndrome in us because we're going through our own movie in our head. But sometimes you just have to shut the fuck up to yourself. and Well, not shut the fuck up. You need to speak the fuck up. But I'm saying you need to like tell yourself, shut up, dude. I I get no points for, like, being tough and cool. That's not how it works. Take it seriously. Your mental health is a real issue. And get the help you need and lean on the people you can. I'm pretty sure this has been the worst episode yet, which is funny because I feel like the last few have been better and better and better. But I guess I'm just anxious. I think I'm just almost checked out. I was doing so good with, like, the social media stuff and the fucking TikToks and all that stuff. Um, but as I've gotten closer to the holidays, this is something I need to improve at too, but as I've gotten closer to the holidays, I've just been like, so much else going on. I just want to, just haven't felt as focused, but, and also that like, I, I, it's, I'm not really beating myself up over it. That's the weird thing. I, it's okay. I guess it's like, I'm going home soon. I can't wait for that as much as me and Jay will be apart. So that'll be really weird. And we'll, I'll miss her. Obviously you want to be with your significant other on the holidays, but it'll be so good to see my family. So I'm like really excited for that. And I really haven't given a fuck about the fact that I haven't been as productive as I should be the last week or so. I don't know. It'll be fine. 
I'm a big, ironically, I just got Action Bronson's book, Fuck It, I'll Start Tomorrow. About to dive into that ASAP. But I think from what I know about it, it's like, you know, his like journey with like weight and food addiction and all that and just being the fucking coolest. And I have a very, I have that in me for sure. Fuck it, I'll start tomorrow. In terms of like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to give myself the weekend to eat like shit. And then like Monday, I'll start working out and eat good again. When like, really, that's not how you form habits and stuff. But I've always been that way. And I feel like right now, I'm kind of using that crutch of like, yeah, it's the holidays. Once I get back home, you know, you know, from visiting family, like then I'll get back into the swing of things and like really be super scheduled and regimented instead of like pushing through and finishing towards this end of the year. It's always been difficult for me. Maybe next year I'll uh, see right there. I was joking by saying maybe next year, but I actually that is the first thing that came to my head. Like, oh, next year around the holidays, I'll make sure to not take my foot off the gas as much. I don't fucking know. Does it really matter? No, it doesn't. I'm relatively happy and very healthy. Well, I'm relatively happy and relatively healthy. And the people around me are relatively happy and relatively healthy. All things considered. So what do I really have to complain about or worry about? Perspective. It's all about perspective. So I suppose that this will be the last time I'll talk to you until the holidays are over. I think if I did the math correctly in my head, like I said, hope that I get an episode with my family. I think that'll be interesting. And also I won't just be talking to myself and could have a profound conversation with my 12 year old niece. That'll be fun for everyone to listen to. But, um, as I said, man, just check in on the people you love, do some mental inventory. If you need help, get the fucking help. Uh, and also just remember that it might seem like someone's got it everything they could possibly want in life. But it doesn't mean that it's registering or it doesn't mean that it takes away all the uh, other uh, needs that they have that are being unmet when it comes to mental health and depression and suicide and anxiety and all these fun things that we deal with as human beings. Uh, You know, being suicidal, having suicidal thoughts does not make you a weak person nor does anyone who has given in to those ideations. It doesn't make them weak either. But I just implore you to realize that you are strong enough to overcome them. And they are overcomable. And suicide is a permanent solution to temporary problems. And uh, it's just, it's never the answer. And so, you know, hug the people around you. Give them love. You never know. I don't want to get too, I don't want to end it on a dark note. You just never know what's going to happen in life and you got to cherish all the fucking time you have with someone that you can. Um, So do all that, all that good shit. Enjoy the holidays. Don't fight with your family. And if you fight with your family, don't let it last too long. It's kind of a natural thing with the holidays, but it's like, again, just look around you. There are people who are in a way worse place than you. If you're with your family on the holidays, tell everyone to shut the fuck up and enjoy it. Um, yeah, and just keep pushing. Enjoy the rest of your year. I don't know. I don't know. This is a, this is a shit show. But uh, now more than ever, this phrase means 
everything. Uh, and it's that I got to remember, I got this. You got to remember, you got this. And if not, we got this. We got each other. Suicide is never the answer. You can get through it. You do have people to lean on. And if you don't, that's what this community we're trying to start is all about. Leaning on each other. Get the help you need. Get the help you deserve. Everyone deserves help. And um, I think that there are levels to it. There are people who feel... Uh, who are very conscientious of the fact that they deal with mental health struggles and there are people who are blind to it and it takes someone else being like, yo, you're depressed for them to even realize, oh shit, yeah, I'm not doing good. But everyone deserves help and I think everyone can get help. We're blessed to live in this era where nothing is perfect, but we certainly have the most access to mental health care that than we ever have before. So I implore you to do that. Check out the people around you. Ah, make sure you get checked in on too, because you deserve it. But anyways, I got this, you got this, we got this. Thank you for tuning in again. More updates on some stuff coming soon. Happy holidays. Enjoy your time.